My people, my people, how are you doing today? So, a big ass storm just hit my country. This office feels like it's going to leave the face of the planet. It's crazy. Can you believe a storm traveled across the ocean from South America and hits the tip of South Africa? Uninterrupted just straight across the ocean so yeah if it gets a bit noisy here <laughs> come get me if you hear crashes but uh where should we get started this is boxy squawktraders.com podcast a practical human approach to news equities commodities forex cryptos ai and interviews with awesome people we're not having any interviews with any awesome people today it's just me and you and all of our awesomeness. So where should we get started? So the, the podcast, this podcast, has now been listed on Radio Public as well as an app called Podcasts. And now I hear that it was approved on Google Podcast, which is quite exciting. So you can hit us up on any one of those platforms um so where should we start sure the economic outlook i think is a good place to start what do you think so the economic outlook full disclosure I'm taking a sip of warm chocolate shake. It's absolutely delicious. I think I'm going to be as big as a mountain by the time this quarantine is over. I'm eating so much. But yeah, today the markets were, for the European session, the markets were docile. Um, it was interesting. Basically, still fragility exists. It's clear. The sentiment still risk off. Uh, a lot of jobs are not going to happen, be not because of stimulus not being there, but because the economy isn't there. So I'm starting to feel like that's becoming clear. You can add all the stimulus you want, and it's by no fault of the Federal Reserves and the the, all, the, all the central banks of the various countries trying. It's actually going to take the wheels turning. And I think that Wall Street's starting to realize that that's not just going to happen with stimulus. So in today's news, I love the, let's start with something, something fun. Lamborghini releases its new hybrid roaster. Um... Did I just say roaster? Well, it's a roadster. Come roast your ass in our roadster. It's looking good. I saw a blue one. Uh, it's called the Cyan. A Cyan will reach 
62 miles per hour in 2.8 seconds and top out at over 220 miles per hour if you can find the road to make it happen um 3.7 million dollars tag if you want one and uh what i want to know is when are they going to come out with the next generation from the Kuntash Diablo and Aventador. We need in something new in that range. And I believe that they are working on something. When asked whether it's uh, in their sights to go full electric, the CEO of Lamborghini said that it's way too early for them to go electric. Their customers demand some petrol. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Lamborghini just started playing around with uh, power boats, power speed boats too. So the future looks exciting for Lamborghini. I remember when I was a kid, that was basically it. I mean, when I was young, when I was young, the Kuntash was basically it. Uh, you, you couldn't imagine anything better. And... Uh, I actually eventually met uh, a neighbor when I was living in an affluent neighborhood in Cape Town, which I actually just rented all the rooms out to my friends. Anyway, next door to us was a seriously wealthy man, and uh, he had a Diablo, and that thing was crazy. That thing was so flat that... Uh, Unless it was driving in the open road, you might not even see it below the trees, below the cars, next to it, around it, in front of it, behind it. <laughs> in other news, Australia, Australia exits the extradition treaty for Hong Kong with China and offers Hong Kongs, Hong Kong citizens, five years working visas incredible so that's a defined step what's amazing for me there is that australia has relied on china for their economy so that's brave it's defined but you know what china uh, australia is well known to be very welcoming to businesses and business people angela merkel taking over the eu presidency you know, without the EU, Germany wouldn't be where it is today. Um, so what's going to be interesting is to see how she balances the whole sanctions tension with Russia, seen as Germany's become quite cozy with the Russians. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how she deals that, with that politically. It's going to be very interesting to see. The UK came out yesterday, the Chancellor said no stamp duty, cutting VAT. They lost more in the last three months than what they gained in the last 11 years. He basically wrote out a £30 billion stimulus package. That's not so bad, hey mate? Could get a few ales for that in Highbury Islington. What do you reckon, mate? Macron, Macron, new PM, reshuffles his cabinet. Wow, France has really been on the, the trot, eh? With no strong contenders for the next 
presidential re-election. The USA jobless, jobless claims came out better than expected, with ongoing jobless claims also better than expected, but only marginally. And when we say that that's better news, it's better bad news. What we must not forget is behind those numbers are real people that don't have jobs. So, yeah, respect to all of you. Let's take a little break. Looking at the equities, as discussed previously, the, the European session was stable, US open, things went south. Tech stocks were up today, as you'd expect. Facebook still being boycotted. Dilla from uh, Expedia basically came on to Bloomberg today. He said that old Zuckerberg is and was in a very difficult position. Um, and I, I tend to see his point of view in the sense that, let's remember, especially like look at what happened with Twitter. Uh, Twitter is basically Donald Trump's method of communication. Can you imagine how brave it must, or how brave you must have been, or completely crazy, to say that you're going to ban the President of the United States, basically your number one mascot, going to ban his posts. Can you imagine how well that will work out for them if Biden comes in? They'll be heroes and they can have whatever they want. Can you imagine how stuffed they are, as an example, if they push that and Trump gets re-elected? So, when these big companies get roped into politics, I think it's very difficult for them because you can't please everyone ever. Um, and in business, there's a different way of dealing with that because you've just got your demographic. Make sure you look after your demographic. But in politics, the whole point of politics is that you've got more than one demographic and everyone needs to be happy. So, <laughs> excuse me, that's the way I see it. So, that was quite interesting, quite brave for, uh, for Dilla to actually say that. Uh, it seems like everyone's walking on eggshells, so scared to just speak their mind. Mm -hmm. um, the EU stocks stopped a two-day slide. That was at the end of the European close. COVID, Merck just said that human trials will be starting. Their quickest vaccine that they've ever brought to market took four years for mumps. They don't see a vaccine coming out sooner than a year from now, at best. They actually came clean and said that uh, the American Food and Drug Administration has said that they would have to have a minimum of six months testing once past all all hurdles to make sure that safety was in place. I don't know if that's to satisfy all the anti-vaxxers, but um, well, it's nice to hear them thinking about our safety, right? France rules out a full lockdown in the event of a second spike. They got really hit. So that just shows you. I mean, when I was in Paris for this uh, New Year's, I actually spent New Year's Eve in Paris underneath 
the Eiffel Tower with fireworks. It was spectacular. I mean, the guy next to me was, I could smell what the guy had for breakfast the morning. He was so close to me. Um, things different now, but the thing is France is, France, France is a large economy. And uh, I suppose they probably just took it so hard in the jaw that they reckon, well, how bad could it be than that? Commodities, oil's pulling back quite, quite expectedly. Um, gold is doing well. But, um, you know, gold always does well when rates are low. There's geopolitical uncertainty. And gold's always been known as the anti-dollar. So when there's gold uh, dollar weakness, dollar also does well. I think dollar is going to continue to do well. I think it's going to pull back a little bit. It's done its move, its initial move. It's done its break through the 1800. It's going to wait for the FX market to catch up. Um, and then I think it's going to go for another leg up. Um, I do, from what I've been researching and hearing in the market, dollar strength, not so much going forward. So that's going to be interesting. Let's have a little break and then we're going to go over to the Forex. Time for the Forex brief. Okay, so Forex, my goodness, Forex, eh? dear Forex. I spent the better half of 10 years glued to my screen. I remember living here in South Africa, having to trade like economic calendar announcements out of Asia just after trading the European set, which is in line with our time zone, and then possibly having to deal with um, huge announcements coming out of America, non-farm payrolls or the like. My girlfriend hated me, hey? I used to actually be known to be sitting at, with a group of people at a table with my laptop next to me, just checking it out. Hardly paying attention to either the Forex markets or my friends. <laughs> kind of like a mongoose um, on some, some heavy narcotics looking left to right frantically. <laughs> but um, today, stronger one, dollar vulnerability there's going to be a big adjustment lower, I think, in the, the dollar. There's a lot of reasons for the dollar strength to be evaporating at the moment. Um, globally at the moment, there's loose economic policy everywhere. There's a lot of stimulus. So, I mean, who are you going to weaken your currency against? Um, so, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting arena. It's different to before. Everyone's stimulating. It's not like before when there was the tapering or Mario Draghi came out and I'll do whatever it takes and all that. Uh, everyone is printing money or doing something. But otherwise, the pairs you should watch, dollar, yen, short. The dog that doesn't bark, that puppy is going down to 100 very quickly once it starts slipping. Short, dollar, yen. Euro dollar long, euro dollar long. Those are the two, two trading tips. Now, we're going to remind you that I'm not your financial broker. 
I'm not your psychologist. I'm just your best friend on the end of this podcast. These are all of my speculative, harebrained opinions, crazy hypotheses, and delusional outlooks on the market. <laughs> cryptos. Wow. Cryptos. Crypto, crypto, crypto. Now, think about this before we get into the cryptos. Think about this. Think about, think about, think about the fact that, for example, Bitcoin is priced, you know, you can price it to East, you can price it to a few other crosses within the crypto market. Um, but it's normally quoted against the dollar. Now, if the dollar gets weaker within its own right, wouldn't that mean that Bitcoin would appreciate against the dollar without even flexing? I think so. So that's a bit of news for you. Now, Bitcoin's right at the top of a range, a macro, macro range where it's got every reason to retrace and turn around and go into the crypto abyss. However, we all know that there are lots of retail investors that believe that it's going to go to the moon and hit $300 trillion in a week. So somewhere between the crypto abyss and a trillion dollars in a week is what it's going to do. <laughs> if it's at the top of a range and it does break through the top of this range, merely because it's got a bit of hopiates holding it up there, which is what I believe is held it up there. I believe that gravity is becoming its worst friend, but if the dollar has to have a huge slide or a significant enough slide, that in itself would push the Bitcoin price to the dollar, possibly through the 10-4 mark. And if that happens, of course, all the buy orders come in, shorts get closed, and magic is upon us. Let's see if that happens. Um, I've got big money in that market. Let's see what happens. I'm going to have a quick cough. <coughs> that was brilliant. Why don't we have a little sip of our hot chocolate here? Have you guys seen what's happened to Dogecoin? I couldn't believe it. 683% increase in an altcoin, Dogecoin, after a viral TikTok challenge urges a buying spree. What the hell are we talking about? When you go look at Dogecoin, you see that it's got a huge market cap. Um, 35 million users worldwide. <laughs> um, it gets better. It gets better. Let's go to Coinbase. Yeah. Um, their their uh, mascot is one of these Chinese dogs, a Shiba Inu. And the currency was the cryptocurrency was actually created as a joke seriously self-proclaimed joke on their website and um and they joked and said that the cryptocurrency is there for these dogs to trade with. <laughs> you can't make this up 
At the moment, it's number 28 on the altcoin list. Can you believe it? And there's thousands of altcoins. Market cap of 61, 61 million. Yes, that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So yeah. Did any of you actually have any Dogecoin? I actually did. Um, I've got a nice little basket of of alts. I'm still going to do a little alt alt episode for you lovelies. So otherwise, uh, apparently Coinbase is going to be listing on the stock exchange this year. So go exchange. Check that out. Well, friends. I think that that's about that. I'm going to keep this short. I don't want to bore you. I just want to educate you and entertain you. So stay safe. Stay happy. Don't take risks you can't afford to lose. Thank you for listening. Our community is growing. It feels good, doesn't it? This is Boxy, SquawkTraders.com podcast. In your ear, in your home, and on your laptop. Ciao.